You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Ask the Expert podcast, where you'll learn key insights, tips, and strategies from experts across the globe to help you create the life and business of your dreams. Now, let's welcome your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, everyone, and this is episode number four of the Love and Money Alchemy. Develop curiosity and love and go beyond your wildest dreams. And of course, our guest expert is Marcella Della Fael. Now, do you sometimes feel stuck and you're unable to increase the amount of money flowing into your life and your business? And no matter how hard you try, you just don't succeed. And you wonder why other people can achieve this, but no matter what steps you take, you just can't reach those goals and the dreams that you set for yourself. Well, my guest today, Marcella, she is known as the Attraction Queen. And episode four of her Love and Money Alchemy five-part series is all about the importance of developing curiosity and love so we can go beyond our wildest dreams. And today she's going to be speaking about the importance of creating curiosity if you do want more love and money in your life. She shares a magical and fun process that will transform your thinking. She also covers what you need to concentrate on first if you want more money to flow into your life and business and a key step to opening yourself up to receiving more love and money, especially if you've been feeling stuck and, of course, so much more. Now, before she steps in and shares her brilliance, let me introduce my very special guest. Marcella is an author, a mentor, a trainer and law of attraction expert whose first book, Law of Attraction Secret, quickly became a bestseller in 2005. She's written so many other books and her most recent one is Dare to Be Who You Want to Be, which offers valuable lessons on the practical application of the universal principles of attraction and alignment and she has impacted the personal and professional lives of tens of thousands of readers. Now Marcella has expanded her business to the English speaking audience and she's created a new website loveandmoneyalchemy.com. Now through this website Marcella helps women entrepreneurs recognize the alchemy between love and money in order to transform their limiting beliefs into love so they can become a high income magnet. So welcome to the show, Marcella. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Your presentation is so powerful and beautiful. (laughs) I love it. Well, I'm so glad because it really does uh, set the stage for the incredible information that you're going to share today because I feel so blessed to have been able to share these moments with you because, of course, in the last three episodes that we've done, we boy, we've covered some incredible information, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Now, in episode three, you spoke about the importance of defining our big why and also Um, you believe that it's important to develop curiosity when it comes to love and money. So tell us why it is so important that we do develop curiosity. Well, what I've discovered is that curiosity leads to expansion and no curiosity leads to judgment, so limitation, while curiosity opens you to new opportunities, new experiences and new decisions. It really opens a new path to you. It's a world of opportunities that open in front of you. And so if you stay where you are by lacking curiosity, you don't develop yourself. And in fact, it's almost impossible not to develop oneself and not to advance in our human 
era because we I believe that we evolve on an ascending spiral individually and collectively, mm-hmm. which fosters our curiosity to go further and further and go towards our desires and our dreams and to reach them, you see. So for me, cultivating curiosity is the best way to not stay stuck because <laughs> we, we, we can stay stuck if we decide, if we let our ego and mental uh, take the, the lead. Yes. So what I've lived lately is I felt stuck in my business in, and in my success, as I described it in the episode before. Uh, I was feeling so alone in front of my computer. Sure. And I had a small and, and distant team working for me from China, but I had no real close relationship with them. And then I decided I needed to do something about that solitary situation, and I decided to enter a group of like-minded women entrepreneurs and I found my holy grail (laughs) because in that group you know thanks to that curiosity that brought me out of my office into the world into a group I received new concepts new ideas new tools to implement and suddenly everything started to move again I felt joy, I felt enthusiasm, I was stepping into a new land like, a, a, you know, a, an explorer. Yes. And it was risky, but it was also exciting at the same time. So that was a beautiful feeling that I had forgotten for so, so many years. So that's why I think that the best thought we want to have that shows we are ready to leave the no man's land of stuckness in transition, for example, and to move to our new level of learning and success, that best thought is, I'm satisfied where I am and I want more. Mm. Because it reflects satisfaction with your current situation and curiosity yeah i can so see how what you've just described to us how curiosity and having that mindset of curiosity does lead us and and open us up to possibilities whereas if we have a mindset of prejudgment or or criticism that shuts us off because if we think oh well i know all that or i've done that before and and that's not going to work but what you're saying is if you have a mindset of curiosity and, and ask yourself wow now what could be different if I was to take a curious yes. approach to this. It really does uh, open that up. And that's such a great example that you've given us. By having that mindset and, and cultivating that curiosity, you were then able to expand, you know, your your yes. enthusiasm, your business, your success. So such a, a great role model for us. Now, at the beginning of the show, I, I mentioned that you were going to share a magical and fun process with us that was really going to help us transform our thinking. I cannot wait. What is that fun and and magical process well as soon as you know what you don't want anymore so Mm -hmm. what are your limits your limitations in your money game or business game for example and you know by what you want to replace it then you use what i call your magic wand Mm. (laughs) and the magic wand (laughs) is playing as if you know like or in a child And my daughters, for example, when they were younger, they loved to disguise themselves and play as if they were princesses or fairies or slaves or mothers or even fathers. Why not? Mm -hmm. And so you want to play that game of doing as if. 
because then you let your inner child play. It's a game. It's not something serious. It's not something where you want to see results, where you want to be performing. No, it's a game. And it helps us feel what it would be like to be the best person we want to be, mm-hmm. what it would be like to dare to be that best person, you know? Yes. And so that's how you become in every cell of your body, you really become who you want to be. Remember, you already are that person, but you you don't let it shine totally yet. Yes. <laughs> and so you, you let it shine totally by doing as if, by playing as if you are that beautiful and prosperous businesswoman or beautiful creator or confident person you do as if and mm-hmm. that's the magic one yeah you know? I'm so reminded as as you you know speak about the inner child we mentioned that in the last episode and of course now playing as if and really having that childlike presence just how mm-hmm. beautiful it really is that when we take that on because as children we don't have a lot of the prejudgments that we've now created you know in our own minds our thoughts and our beliefs and Mm -hmm. children can have such beautiful experience through imagination and and playing as if you know they're the queen and you know they they run the kingdom and things like that and I think it's we can learn such a a, a beautiful lesson through just observing children at play and if we take that on board and act as if and have that magic wand we can just transform our thinking and our whole presence, I think, because our thoughts and our beliefs impact our actions, don't they? That it really can be such a transformation uh, for us. Yes, and also when you, you're playing a game, you feel so good. You feel light, you feel joyful, you know, mm. while when you want to have results, you are back into the analyzing and judgmental mode. So yes. you're feeling less good. You're feeling less open to opportunities, Mm -hmm. while when you play, it's total joy, total love, Mm. and then you're open to new possibilities. That's the magic one. And I think, too, you know, we we should really notice what you are feeling, and if something feels heavy, Mm, it may be a good, uh, you know, opportunity to step back and say, okay, so where am I looking from this? How am I approaching it? Is it one of judgment and criticism? Now, what Mm -hmm. if I take my magic wand and just whoosh it and say, right, now what if I take on the child, you know, the mind of a child and act as if? How is this going to look different? I mean, that is really transformational, isn't it? Because we can look at the things that happen through us in our day-to-day business life and those challenges in such a more uh, empowered way, and that will certainly help us move forward, yes? Oh, yes, totally. And you can even go further and imagine you being the best person that you want to be and and see things through the lens of that best person, Mm -hmm. that your ideal person you are. And and looks at the situation. How will you react when you are that prosperous or high-level coach or whatever? Yeah, yeah, amazing. Mm -hmm. We really do open ourselves up to so many more possibilities and and it really is driven by that that core mindset of curiosity and then, of course, as if, acting as if. It really is very, very powerful. Now, Marcella, one of the things that you have said throughout this series, which, of course, we're talking about love and money alchemy, is that it's so important for us to concentrate on love first and then that the money will follow. I'd love for you to just share some some thoughts around why this is so important. Well, for me, money comes from love. Mm -hmm. That's how I really feel it. Money is your soul's currency. 
And so when you understand that, you understand that money is not only solid, a solid thing, it's a spiritual energy that wants to be used to help you express who you are at your best. You remember, we come back to that best person you are. Yeah. Can and I just you, jump in and say something? Because yeah. I think what you have just said is so profound. And I really want you to repeat that again, because how many times do you speak to people who are very spiritual, but they mm-hmm. just cannot tie together their spirituality and money yes. in the same sentence to them money is something way out in the distance and so what you have just said being so profound that money is your soul's currency so say that again because i think so many light bulbs went on yeah when i when i say that sentence in workshops there's something that clicks in so many hearts of these spiritual preneurs mm. that they come to me and they tell me, wow, now I'm totally at peace with money. Yes. You know? Because money is your soul's currency. It's the way your soul helps you express the best of you in this solid world. Mm-hmm. That's all, you yeah. know. We need money to be able to express our full potential. And so soul has created that money thing to help us yeah. express it. Yeah. And so when you understand that, then you can really link the material aspect of money to the spiritual aspect of your soul and your mission yes yes or your soul's goal it just allows you to step into that even more powerfully and and fulfill your mission it it doesn't mean it's going to make you greedy or it's going to make you snobby or whatever absolutely not it's just going to increase the, the incredible brilliance that you have that's bubbling inside of you that you want to make such a bigger impact in the world that's so important to realize isn't it and a huge obstacle that many People who are very spiritual continue to battle every day. Yeah, yeah. And, and money helps you really to, to go further because our relationship with money today is so intricate, so complex mm-hmm. that we want to simplify it. And just knowing that money is your soul's currency enables you to simplify your relationship with money. You yes. see, you, you go back to the essential vibration of money, which is love, mm-hmm. simply love. Yeah. And so when you when you manage to reach that point and develop the habit where you spend most of your time high on the emotional scale, I mean in joy and love and passion at what I call the penthouse level, you know, where yeah, you so have right up the top. A beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you have a beautiful view of the infinite horizon of possibilities. Then money flows to you, through you, around you easily and rapidly. It's so so easy to, to, to feel that and so powerful to feel that. Because simply money cannot come to somebody whose attention is on difficulties or worries or fears. These are two low vibrations. These are the lowest levels mm. of the emotional scale. And I like to see it as the seller level of your inner sacred house or building, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. So you want to be on the, the penthouse and not in the cellar because there is no radiant light which shines in the cellar and you know money is light money is love and light and love they only shine where the horizon is open to possibilities so on the upper side of your emotional inner building and there are some people who attract money while spending lots of time in their dark cellar but they won't keep it long 
because once again the vibration is too low so like people playing the lottery they might win the lottery but lots of them they become even poorer after winning the lottery because their love level is not sufficiently high and predominant enough mm -hmm. you know that's why you want to vibrate as much as possible on a very high scale and then money and everything that vibrates high on the scale like anything you you appreciate will be able to come to your experience yes and of course yeah. we spoke a lot more about the low energies and the high energies in uh, episode two and uh, i think it's really important for people to, to go back and listen to that episode again mm -hmm. because sure. it's so important isn't it because what you've said throughout the series is it's very hard for us to attract a love and money when we're vibrating on that lower level when we're really sitting and operating from that low level of energy Mm -hmm. We really mm -hmm. need to um, start operating at that penthouse level. And that, of course, is oh, yeah. where it's so much lighter. And uh, that's really where love and, and money uh, coexist at that higher vibrational level. Such a, a great reminder uh, for us. Mm -hmm. So when thinking of generating income, many of us do have a limited focus. We've got all of these beliefs, you know, these beliefs that are, that are not helpful at all. And this really does limit the amount of income that we do generate. So I'm wondering if you've got some advice or maybe a step that you can share with us that will really help us to break through those limiting beliefs and that barrier. Oh, yes. First of all, I want to, to, to describe the context sure. where it comes from. So when we are teens, when we are young adults, remember, we always ask the same question on and on by the people around us. What are you going to do later? Oh, yes. Know that question. Up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what career do you want to follow? I know my eldest daughter, she, she really pissed off when I asked her that question because it's in our, you know, unconscious, collective unconscious. Yes, yes. And so we ask that question often out of fear because we, we're waiting for the answer and we're ready to jump in with our devices and warnings, etc. Yes. And it's only because we ourselves have been educated to link money to work. If you don't work, you don't have money. That's one of the biggest beliefs in this society. Mm -hmm. So if we chose the right career path, we would have lots of money. And if we chose the wrong path, it would mean low prospects financially and socially. That's why it's so important mm. to ask this question. That's what we believe, at least. Yes. And we, we all learned in our childhood and, and young adult life to create two piles of things. And we go on creating them. What is good and what is bad, according to society consensus. Yes. And that's the duality mode, duality world. But even if we live in a dual and binary society, we can and we want to decide not to enter that game of judging things according to good or bad. Mm -hmm. See, uh, because then we limit our possibilities. There's no freedom in that. It's either good or bad. There's no nuances in that. And so I'd rather recommend that you open yourself to the variety of possibilities that are in front of you as to work, as to how money can come to you, as to how money can come even magically to you, not only through work or through your activity, but through all different other channels. So thinking about generating income is totally different when you see it through the lens of limitation, 
like good or bad, rich or poor, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Then when you see through the lens of expansion and you ask yourself, where is my love? Where is my passion? What is my career here and now? What career can I decide to create? Because we are at the moment in human society when most of the careers that are presented to us through the normal and regular paths, they don't fit to what we want anymore, you know? So we, we really can create our career. And these old systems are collapsing. So we want to create new systems and we have the power to create these new systems and the perfect system or game for us, we can create it collectively and individually. And we are already co-creating it collectively because most of the ancient systems, very limiting systems, they, they're collapsing. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that the first step you can take to break free from the limitation link that we created between work and money is first to decide that you want to open yourself to new income streams and not l- only working streams, you see? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Even if you are passionate about what you're doing, you don't want to receive money only through work or through hard work. You want to be able to receive and to create it through any kind of new income streams. Mm. Money can come from your hobbies, miraculous occurrences. You can receive gifts. You can find money in the street. You can receive a beautiful amount of money from in an envelope, which is in your mail, you know, Uh, anything. I've had people, clients creating money coming into their bank account. Wow. With not knowing where it came from. And mm-hmm. even the bank doesn't know where it came from. So <laughs> it, it's beautiful to have that kind of opening mind that says, okay, money can come to me from whenever I decided to come from. And furthermore, I open myself to any channel <laughs> mm. through which the universe can bring me money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as, as we're listening that to, to, to what you're saying, it makes so much sense in that what mm. we've heard growing up and what we've observed growing up, we've taken on those, those judgments so that they become part oh, yeah. of our inner voice. And so if we're constantly telling ourselves we need to work hard, you know, I, I'm yeah. only limited to this amount of income, I can't earn anymore because this person only generates that much amount of income we are limiting ourselves and we are actually stopping the possibilities and and the incredible gifts and miracles that can occur in what you've just described when we really go through life with those blinders on you know with with such a limited Mm -hmm. focus yeah yeah and i I really really want to uh, underline that limitation link that we we place between work and money and that that's the, the link that puts so much pressure and tension on the shoulders of our young adults, you know, because yes. we, we, we're generating the beliefs that if they don't have ambition, if they don't find a work where they will work hard and they won't have money mm-hmm. and that, that's not true yeah that's not true. yeah so really as you said to really keep a mindset of expansion and, and possibilities mm. and even those two words expansion possibilities they sound so much lighter and refreshing oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, i can really tell that those two words would be vibrating at that higher level that, that you so often talk about which is so important to be vibrating at and to be really focusing yeah. on as uh, you want to continue to to attract love and, and money in our lives. Is that true? 
Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good. So one of the things that you also believe, and that is that the ways that we can go beyond our wildest dream and open ourselves up to miracles is to balance the material with spiritual aspects. And I'd love for you to say some more about this, please. So lots of spiritual entrepreneurs I've coached, for example, have a limitation belief that goes like, I cannot be spiritual if I ask money in exchange for my beautiful gift, Mm -hmm. be it healing gift, speaking gift or guiding gift. Money is not spiritual. That's one of the biggest um, false beliefs that is uh, (laughs) in, in our society today. I shouldn't aim for getting more money. It's wrong to speak about money when you're spiritual. All these false beliefs mm-hmm. um, limiting people who have a big heart, big love to share and don't dare to share it and ask for something in return or just open themselves to something in return. So these kind of thoughts, they don't help you manifesting your abundance or your dreams, nor getting money. That's true. Mm-hmm. So that's why balancing material and spiritual aspects is essential. And you do that through, for example, remembering that making money and even making great money is part of your spiritual growth. That's how you grow, at least in our current society, because money is such a subject which put tension and pressure on our our shoulders that we want to transmute it and really use it to grow spiritually. And grow humanly also. Mm-hmm. And, and through my research around our relationship to money, I've discovered that we grow thanks to the subject of money these days. Yes. You see? It's really a beautiful subject to be growing from. Yeah. For example, the economic crashes, the scandals. Thanks to these, we've created insights on how we want to play the money game from now on. We don't want to play it as it was played before. We don't want to respect rules who contradict our values, for example. So we can create and design new rules and a new money game and business game for ourselves, individually and collectively. And this one, I think this would not have been possible some decades ago because it depends on our human awareness level and the human awareness level today enables us to choose and decide for ourselves you see uh, decide and determine the new rules we want to develop each one and collectively for the best of all the best of everybody not the best only of ourselves because you know there is that ripple effect (laughs) when you you feel good everybody around you can feel good too. They are inspired to feel good. So what you want to do is first balance these two aspects of your being, the material and the spiritual, in your personal life. And then it will show up in the collective world. That's how the Dalai Lama tells us, if you want peace in the world, bring peace inside of yourself first, and then it will manifest in the world. You see, and that's what we want to do. We want to make peace between these two aspects, the material aspect of money, for example, or resources, uh, houses, cars, etc., mm-hmm. and the spiritual aspects 
of these things yeah. which are spiritual too as we are as bo- human bodies we are spiritual our cells are spiritual mm-hmm. so everything that's solid is spiritual too yeah. and we need to acknowledge it yeah, mm, yeah. and you know the, the topic of money has for, for many many decades and even and even today depending obviously on who you speak to is so much a taboo subject it's something that we don't want to talk about yeah. and mm-hmm. I think what you've really been showing us is that love and money go together and often it really is the self-love. I think that um, when we talk about money and our relationship to money and what Mm -hmm. comes up for us, it really is giving us a glimpse. It's almost like a window into our soul, into our inner Mm -hmm. being because, you know, if we have a limited level of self-love, well, you know that, oh, I'm not good enough to ask that level of investment or who am I? And, you know, often we doubt our self-value. That is self-love. And if our self-love is low, that then is going to really impact the amount of money we generate. That would be low too because it kind of, as you said, one reflects the other. And so we really want to start to increase our level of self-love so that we can then increase the the, the money that, that we generate. And as you said, it really is, it, it can be a line and it's so important to do that, I, I, I think. And um, yeah, such an, an incredible, valuable lesson, I think, that we can take away. Yes, and, and you're true when you're saying that our self-love and self-worth is um, very important in determining how much money or abundance we can attract. Mm. And um, it, it's something that I want to share in my next book because oh, I'm lovely. finishing a book and, yes. and starting a new one. It's that we have created, co-created a world without value, a world without worth. When you look at the world around you, what the media transmit is that there's no much value, no much worth in ourselves and in the world. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the new generations coming and ourselves are creating a world of value. We are really creating, recreating a world where worth will be manifested, worth in money, worth in, um, you know, um, giving, expressing your potential, worth in doing what you love, etc. Everything will get more worth meaning than it is today. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. such, yeah. Oh, that's incredible. I'm, I'm sure we cannot wait till uh, till your book comes out because I think it's going to have some important uh, life transforming um, messages in, in that. So you have created a love and alchemy kit, and within that kit, I know that you've got a number of exercises that we can do, and it's going to really help us and support us and guide us to opening ourselves up to what you call the universal miracles so that we can have more love and, and, and money. Can you share with uh, with us today how we can access this free kit? Yes, sure. So you can find that kit, which is called Boost Your Attraction Power, 12 Love and Money Alchemy Principles to Thrive in Your Business at um, loveandmoneyalchemy.com slash free iPhone gift slash and if when you get it you also get lessons and exercises that will follow the kids so just get it and you'll have even more powerful exercises to bring it these uh, love and money alchemy principles real into your life mm, yeah wonderful and of course we'll put the link up on the show notes the web address is loveandmoneyalchemy.com forward slash 
free, then a hyphen, gift, our forward slash. Masala, you have just covered so much more incredible information in, in this episode as well. That really is life-changing. I wonder, what are you going to talk about in uh, the next interview? Well, I'm going to help you see how to dedicate time to celebration and to giving thanks mm. for any success you see manifesting in your life. You'll learn also why it's important to party every day and celebrate your current blessings and the blessings to come. And I'll also explain to you how to value who you are, as we were talking right now, what you do and what you have, and develop the conviction that all is perfect and that all is already there for you. Oh, I cannot wait. I think um, dedicating time to celebrate and giving thanks is just so so important and really does Mm -hmm. continue to open us up to more possibilities and opportunities of getting clients income savings whatever it is that we've created on that incredible vision board which you spoke about in the last episode and uh, i can't wait so in the meantime um what i want everybody to do is to go to marcella's website and access the free kit and of course that's the booster attraction power 12 love and money alchemy principles to thrive in your business. And again, the web address is loveandmoneyalchemy.com forward slash free hyphen gift. And of course, go back and listen to the first three episodes because uh, there's incredible gifts and the lessons that she shares in those uh, episodes as well. Thank you once again, Marcella, and I cannot wait to uh, to hear more from you in the next episode. Thank you, Anne-Marie, and have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Ask the Expert podcast. Are you an expert with a message to share with other ambitious entrepreneurs? To be considered for one of our featured guest spots on an upcoming expert podcast series, go to asktheexpertpodcast.com.